Subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Hello, ninjas around the world. Garrett, we haven't actually gone into the worldly stats in a while, but we'll have to revisit that next time and kind of see outside of North America, what countries are leading in downloads on the podcast. You just brought it up and you're not going to share it? Well, because now I got to go log in and that could take some time. So stay tuned to the end of the episode where we'll share the stats of leading downloads outside North America. So there's a little teaser for you. Worldly, worldly. Worldly. We're, remember, we are global, worldwide. Pitbull has got nothing on us. When I go check out those stats, I am amazed the other countries that we're in that people listen like routinely. It doesn't surprise me, but happily intrigued. Puts a smile on my face. That's it. That's the answer. Well, Garrett, we're back. Good morning to you. How are you today? I'm good, man. Sun's shining here. It's early in the morning and the sun is shining in Northern California. It seems to happen this time of the season. Summer. Yeah. That time of year where the days get longer all the way up until June, late June, right? It's on this way. That's about how it works. Well, we got a great topic for all of you today. This seems to be a point where many of you have had struggles and I get it. We talk a lot in Ninja like, hey, you do not talk about real estate unless somebody else brings it up. And sometimes that can get confusing because like, well, when do we talk about real estate? How do I showcase my value as a realtor if people don't know what I do? And then that leads into how do I ask for the business? Something we've talked about before, Garrett, but I'm excited to revisit because there's more. Oh, and, and this conversation came up, Matt, because we watch this happen all the time where like the opportunity is sitting right in front of them as whoever the salesperson is, whatever industry you're in, it could be real estate, it could be something else too. And you're following this ninja path where you don't talk about real estate, you don't talk about your business unless they bring it up first. And it's really not about your business. And I think that's going to be a deciphering piece as we go through this. It's not like them talking about your business. So now I can talk about my business. We're waiting for them to talk about real estate if it ever comes up. And then it does. And we stumble all over ourselves going, what do I do? I don't want to be salesy. I don't want to go into pursuit mode. They've mentioned real estate. What do I do? And I think this is a really interesting place that's a lot of people who are attracted to Ninja find themselves in this predicament because Ninja naturally attracts people who don't want to be too much on the salesy side, which sometimes we take it to the extreme in the wrong direction. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm going to go the other way and just not even talk to this person anymore. That won't be salesy. If I don't even talk to them and just wait, then I'm not being salesy. And it's like, well, okay. Like these are those situations where, you know, maybe somebody's not coming to you with a question, right, Garrett? But they're talking about, yeah, we're thinking about maybe doing something, you know, or I was talking to Bob the other day and he mentioned that he's considering selling and we're like, okay, cool. Right. That's the open door. That's the, hey, can I help you? Yeah, my wife and I have been thinking about maybe picking up some investment properties here in the near future. Like we kind of kind of kicking that around. Like that's an open door is what it is <laughs> for you to go. They've brought up my industry. They've brought up what I do. The conversation has opened there. And this is your chance and you can step into it or you can do, Matt, what you did. And I wish we'd hit record earlier because Matt went into a full-on tornado in his office. This happening. Oh my goodness. They're, they're talking about real estate. It's coming. Now, what do I do? What do I do? Uh, oh, I forgot to say something. Darn. Now they're listed with John. 
and I can't believe they listed with somebody else. Can you believe that? I can't believe how rude they are. <laughs> you brought up the funny comparison, and I think this is, we're having fun with this too, guys. If you own a tire shop and your neighbor gets a flat tire right in front of your house, you're going to go out there and be like, hey, man, that stinks. That's a bad day. Yeah. Wait, you own a tire shop. Yeah, I can't talk to them about my tire shop because that might be salesy in this situation. Like, I don't want to cross that line where you can literally sit there and go, do you need help? I own a tire shop. You want to come down to the shop? We'll take care of that right now. We can get this taken care of for you like super easy. <laughs> this is like a 10 minute thing once we get you down to the shop. Well, and I think that's the thing, right? So if you're looking for permission to have that conversation with people, permission is granted. If they've opened the door, if they've said anything like, be like, hey, how can I help you? Or ask a different type of question. Like, tell me more about that. Like, Garrett, what are you and your wife thinking about in terms of investment? Are you guys thinking about investing here locally or you want to invest in other parts of the country? Single family, condos, you looking at multifamily, you know, what strategy are you looking for? And it's totally okay as you go down the path of asking more questions and being intrigued and figuring out what they need to have that comment that says, is anybody helping you with that? Or, you know, is that something that you have anybody assisting you with? It's totally okay in that conversation. That's why I brought up just a second ago is like, I think where we get caught is like, we don't talk about our business unless they bring it up first. Well, I think a lot of people are waiting for someone to go like, well, how are you doing in real estate? Or how's the market going right now? And then we're like, oh, there's my window. That's my window to talk about real estate, where it's actually way lighter than that. And that's when that person says, we are thinking about, or this is something that we're dreaming about. Or, you know, I've always wanted to buy an investment property where my kids are going to school so that they have a place to have as a residence for themselves when they're out of the dorms. Well, and from a business perspective too, like the conversion opportunity of somebody saying, hey, Garrett, how's the market versus I'm thinking about buying an investment property, way higher opportunity with, you know, asking more questions and going down the path with somebody who's brought up an interest of their own versus them saying, how's the market? Like they're not saying they want to do anything with real estate. They're just being polite. Well, and this also goes down the path and we've shared this on other podcasts about the warm list. And when you're really truly engaged in your people and you have this warm list that have a whole bunch of people that are dealing with life changes right now, if you're really engaged with them, like there's even parts that you can bring up real estate if you see that that is, is the thing that's going to make their world be 100% better. You know, they're stuck in a house that's too small for them. And you're like, I want to show you a house. I got something I need you to see. This is going to be the best solution for you. And again, I've shared it. It's the, the house I'm living in right now. That's how that happened. My realtor, who I coached as a ninja, literally stood back and said, I got a house I need to show you. And I said, I'm not buying a house. He says, I know, but come with me. And it's amazing. It solved pain in my life. It figured out. And I shouldn't say that. I lied to all of you. I was looking at buying a house, but I was looking at buying an investment property. And what he showed me was a house that solved a bigger pain that I didn't realize that I had. And he said, here's your numbers on how you can turn your current residence into a rental and it's going to cash flow for you. Or it'll come very, very, very close. You know, it's basically a break-even situation. You have an investment property and you now have a house that you weren't really thinking you needed. But once I saw that it solved all my things that I had that I didn't realize I had going on, guess what? Here we are 10 years later. So I think that that's the interesting thing is like, again, how do we ask for the business? We don't bring it up unless somebody brings it up first. 
you know, when you're working in your client's best interest and your heart is about making sure they're having the best world as they're growing, like you can get away with some stuff. Depends on how, where your heart is. Yeah, it depends on the relationship too for a lot of those things. But I mean, at a, at a baseline level, if somebody's talking about... Now, this isn't like the memes you see online where you're at a restaurant and you hear from like six tables away. Someone's like, yeah, we're thinking about selling the house. And you like sprint across the restaurant and you're like, hey, we're not talking about that. Who are you? Ooh, chicken parm. Yeah, that dish is really good, isn't it? That's how you open with the Ford question, Matt. Nice. Chicken Parmesan, huh? Do you get it often? Oh, I actually hear all the time. So Garrett, you had kind of started this conversation and we could probably loop back around to asking for the business again, but I think we've made that fairly clear. But you talked about like, how do people understand that you're a real estate agent? Because we are out there and we talk like, hey, go out there and have amazing conversations, build wonderful relationships. So there's that transition to when they're saying something, hey, let the doors open, let's talk about real estate. But there's also... How do we make sure our people know that we are a value-added, trusted advisor for them to use as a resource? So if the first thing out of their mouth is the thought of a question, they do come to us. We watch a lot of newer ninjas struggle with this because they're trying to build this business, this relationship business. Let's say they have an okay-sized database and they're like, gosh, like I need them to understand that I'm a realtor. How do I get them to understand that I'm a realtor? And what we had talked about all the time is, is that, well, you need to have some sort of auto flow. You need to have something going out that gets in their hands regularly that makes them go, oh, that's right. Matt Benelli, real estate. They can start to make that connection because then that opens up the door when they are having questions with real estate that they will, at least in conversation, might go, oh, that's Matt. He's a realtor. I should just ask them like, what's happening in the real estate market right now. I should ask them because I've got some things maybe on the other side that are causing me to think about that right now. If you don't have something like that, you will end up with a whole lot of really good friends. Nobody brings up real estate just to anybody randomly and goes, hey, do you know what's going on in the real estate market right now? Like Those conversations just don't fall out of the sky. And they have to get that kind of connection with you and have that understanding. So auto flow is extremely important. And I think the auto flow can happen in a lot of ways. You know, We talk about postcards. i personally passionate about a really good postcard campaign that's done right because I've seen it make it the biggest impact ever. I've also seen that social media platforms can work really well. I'm very cautiously saying that I've seen some email campaigns work well because I don't want people to run down that path going, Garrett said email, we're doing it. Garrett loves email, loves email. For so many reasons, that sarcasm is heavy, heavy, heavy on that one. So, but uh, you need to have something that that builds that platform there. You need to have this group of people that you're building these relationships with. And then this brings us back to the topic that we put on the table right when we sat down, Matt, which is then when those situations come up, when is it okay to go, oh, like, can I help you with that? Or do you have anybody assisting you with that? Or tell me more. I want to learn more about your situation, which when those doors open up, you need to be comfortable saying like, this is somebody who needs help with a professional level of education that I have. I can help them with this. I have the solutions. I have the pieces of the puzzle. I can get them from point A to point B through something that potentially could be a very stressful situation. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I agree with you on the autoflow. Very, very much lean into postcards. I'm probably quite biased on that one, perhaps at this point. But 
there's no reason, particularly if you're new, and I see I see a lot of agents misstep on their auto flow. They're like, well, I, you know, I'm I kind of want to share some stuff, and and I think the art is in the introduction of that. A lot of people get into the business and like, well, I don't really want to tell people. I got to kind of be this secret agent for a little bit. It's like, no, when you make a transition, hey Garrett, I switched jobs, man. I'm getting into real estate. Really excited about it. So if there's anything you guys ever need, I have access to some amazing resources. Feel free to ask me if you have questions. But Matt, that's uncomfortable because I'm in sales and all of a sudden I'm asking salesy because now I'm asking for their business. No, I'm just letting you know that I changed careers. That's all. Hey, this is what I'm doing. Like if you became a teacher? Yeah. Oh, hey, I'm teaching now. Hey, I own a tire shop now. I'm an attorney now. I just graduated from law school. What I find funny about this is we're okay with plastering that on social media, but for some reason we can't tell our best friend or our neighbor or you know, hey, this is what I'm doing now. Now, it's different though, because I've seen a lot of announcements, Matt, that are like, I'm in real estate now. And if you or your friends or anybody needs help with real estate, like I'm here to help them. You don't need to do that second part of it. People understand that. Now you're making it about you, where if it's just like, you know, hey, I've made a transition. I'm in real estate now. Like I've always wanted to be a realtor. I'm fascinated by real estate. I'm fascinated by investments. And I'm ready to serve. I'm ready to help. You got questions? Let me know. Yep. If there's anything that you hear out there in the real estate market and you want answers to something that's happening out there, get a hold of me. Love to be able to share my knowledge with you. Once you start making that introduction, then the auto flow right on the back end of that makes sense. I think where a lot of people have challenges is the auto flow is then salesy. And so don't do that. I could talk for an entire episode about that and how we build campaigns and all that kind of stuff. But I'll save that for another time. Just make sure you're sending things that are valuable that highlight this is what you do. You're in the business and it draws people to you for whatever reason, right? That's what I tell people on the back of a of a postcard or in an email, instead of saying, if you're looking to buy or sell, contact me. Put if you have questions about anything, just reach out. Because now you are opening up the opportunity of problems to solve versus, oh, I only contact Garrett if I need to buy or sell. I don't need to buy or sell. I need a painter. Or I am curious about HELOCs. Or you know I have these questions about this, this, and this. Or I saw a house down the street sell, but that's not something I can ask Garrett about because I'm not thinking of selling. You want those questions to come your way. So leave the door open for it. One well, else, like if you're looking at your autoflow postcards being sent out or any type of marketing that goes out that talks about your business, social media, whatever, whatnot, my feeling is you should be able to look at that and go, what's the chances of somebody getting this and going like, wow, that's interesting. Or, hey, I never thought about that. Or like, that's a really cool piece of information. If that doesn't exist, be careful. You're, you're sending just junk. You're sending just stuff. And we don't want that. And it's very easy to create something that's going to make somebody step back and go like, that's really interesting. Like maybe a list of like, if you need any of these people, contractors, painters, plumbers, electricians, any of these people, reach out to me. I have a huge group of trusted people that I can recommend to you. Like, I think there's lots of different places you can go down that tie people back into real estate that make them go, okay, that's what his value is to me now. And you want to be that person on all those levels. You do. And and I, I think strategic advertising is okay as well, depending on how you deploy it. Larry had talked about in installations that I've been to about, I forget the gentleman's name, but he was a police officer, became a realtor. 
put the billboard up right outside the police station because everybody there knows him. One of my clients actually just did this in D.C., Shannon Hedinger. There was a, a spot for an ad that opened up on this bike sharing station right outside her building. So she's like, oh, I'll take it. And so now everybody who knows her in her building walks out the building every morning and is reminded that she's a realtor. I'm cool with strategic advertising like that. Also, you want to make sure the wording of that stuff isn't like, oh, but it's more like, ooh. Here's the difference. Everybody hears like, oh, I have a billboard. And they go, oh, you have billboards all around town. That's like very different than blanketing the entire marketplace with your billboard. Oh, yeah. That's why I say strategic. Oh, I know. I just want to back that up because everybody goes like, oh, Matt said billboard. Matt said park bench or bus bench. Well, it's like, yeah, but strategically done in the right place where your database of people that know who you are are going to jump by and go like, there's Matt. There's Matt again. Every morning I see Matt and he's connected with real estate. That's a very good thing to build that platform, that foundation of what your value is. Yeah. Well, and so you have autoflow, strategic advertising, and then this is what enhances your live flow. Now, those things only work well for you if you're also doing your 50 live forwards every week and you're talking to those people that that autoflow and strategic advertising serves, right? Because that's when you get, as you had said at the beginning of this, your warm list stuff. That's also where you hear things that allow you to find opportunities to add value personally. Right. I think one of the best ways is if you hear of somebody having a, a challenge or something that's related to what your profession is, be like, hey, how can I help? Even if it has nothing to do with buying and selling, right? If it has something to do about their home, like, yeah, we're trying to consider whether or not we want to do a renovation. Hey, do you guys need any help? I mean, you probably have some contacts, but if you guys need some contractors or if you just want an opinion as it relates to what's happening in the market and stuff, I'm happy to help you guys, right? Those are wonderful opportunities that aren't a business conversion thing, but it is a a time to showcase your value as a realtor, which then could lead to referral opportunities or down the road, them just remembering, you know what, Gary came over and gave us all that great advice on this renovation. We should call him to help sell this place. He knows the renovation better than anybody else anyway. Well, like a prime example of my world right now. So we have a contractor that we know. My daughter plays soccer with his daughter, at least used to, as they're going through their years of high school. And we just recently, well, currently right now, we're in the process of replacing our entire HVAC system, which is an absolute amazing gift. If anybody hasn't done that yet, you should definitely check that out. But it's interesting is like we sat there and we're like looking through Google and I'm going like, okay, who does HVAC systems in town? We got some quotes. We were looking at different quotes from different people. And it was all of a sudden, it was like, you know who we need to call? We need to go talk to, and it's a specific contractor that again, father of a daughter on my kid's soccer team. And it was great because like getting him involved with it and being able to say, okay, like, look, I want to throw this all out to you. You build homes for a living. I just want your opinion on this stuff. Him being able then to have that conversation with me and be able to sit down and be like, okay, here's all the things you need to be thinking about. He goes, and he's like, I'm not an HVAC guy, but here's all the stuff. As it comes to remodel projects, as it comes to a home builder that I trust here in town, like he just keeps going up for me. Like if I was to recommend his services, somebody said like, I need a good contractor. His business would come out of my mouth pretty fast. And I think that that's the interesting thing that we miss the boat on sometimes is like all these areas that we can provide value. And they're like, well, that's great. I helped them with a painting contractor, but I sell real estate. You just keep moving up. Every time you recommend somebody that does good service for them, every time you help a problem for them, they understand you sell real estate. You keep moving up and keep building this relationship with them as you're their realtor, home, trusted advisor. 
that's the package, right? The trusted advisor, I think we do need to recognize like as an industry, as realtors, we don't sell anything. Like we don't own product that we sell. My neighbor who owns this great coffee shop over here, like it's easy for him to say, hey guys, if you're looking for some great lunch or good coffee in the morning, come over to my place because yeah, people are looking for coffee. Awesome. On a daily basis. I can't go out there and be like, hey guys, if you're looking for some great houses, I got them. Come to my place. We got some houses for sale. And so if you elevate, and we talked about this, I forget which episode we talked about this. I don't think it was related to this topic, but it was something about elevating like what you do. Like You're here to help people live better with their home as well, right? If you demonstrate your expertise as what you said, a trusted advisor, which we talk about in Ninja all the time, that comes to all aspects. Thinking about building a home gym, that's an opportunity for you to come in and add value. Or maybe you don't know anything about building a home gym and you go do some research and say, hey, I saw you guys were thinking about building a home gym. I did some research on it. Like, What does that have to do with helping people buy and sell houses? Absolutely nothing. What does it have to do with you being a trusted real estate advisor? Absolutely everything. Because now every time they're going into their home gym, they're like, man, my home is so much better now. I'm so happy that Garrett helped me figure this out. Like, That's the value that you can bring. And looping this all back around to where we started this episode with is like what we're trying to create is opportunities where these people in our database are having these conversations that pop up around homes, around their need for fixing life changes that are going on for them. And the more so that you build this platform where they're like, okay, this is the value that Matt Benelli sits in my world. This is how I see him of where he can help me with things when those situations show up. Just like all of you, if I say insurance, there's a person that pops into your head. If I say financial planner, for most of you, there's a person that pops into your head right now. Those people have established themselves as your trusted person that like, hey, if I had a question, that's who I just go to and I talk to. That's all we're trying to do is establish ourselves as that person in their lives. And then when those opportunities show up, you need to be okay when they bring it up to be able to say, is anybody helping you with that right now? You know, have you talked to anybody that's given you any information on that yet? I'm more than happy to do some research for you on that. Like, this is your role when those things come up, not as like, oh, a sale. I got a sale. There's a potential sale right here. It's not that. It's like these people need my help. That's the package you're trying to create. I'm going to help them. And be okay if they're like, yeah, I do have somebody helping me, or yeah, I appreciate some help and they get understand a little bit more about your services and they still go with someone else. I have a great example right now. This is actually probably going to turn out well for my neighbor. My neighbor is an attorney and my other neighbor is having twins. Probably a good time to make sure they have their, you know, will and all that stuff in order. And so he was at my neighbor who's having the twins asked me, hey, do you have somebody that you use? And I said, what about Paul? And he's like, yeah, I asked Paul. This was his price. You know, I just want to, you know, kind of look around a little bit. And him and Paul are good friends. I'm sure Paul's fine with whatever he's probably said to him. He's like, hey, man, you have a big life change coming up. If you guys need some help, I'm here to help write whatever it is. And if he decides to go somewhere else, we'll be like, all right, cool, whatever. Isn't it funny, Matt, how fast the energy, you can watch it change with somebody you're coaching when you're coaching them through all these pieces and how they do all this. And they have that conversation with somebody, let's say on the soccer field, and they go, well, hey, you know, do you have anybody helping you with that? And they go, well, actually we do. We have a, a good friend of ours that were, and they go, ah, God, and they get all curmudgeon and you're like, wait, wait, hold on. They're usually like, oh, okay. And then like inside, they're like, ah. on the way home, they're just like, 
I'm doing this ninja thing and that should have worked and they should have gone with me because I've been asking them forward questions and I've been doing this and I've been sending them my mailings. It's like, and they had a relationship with somebody else. It's okay. I would even continue sending them stuff. I would continue doing my auto flow. There's somebody you know. Absolutely. You don't know when those relationships are going to change. You don't know if they have to use that person because they're a dear friend or they have a, you know, a connection with something else, but they may not be comfortable referring that person. They have to use them personally, but they may not be comfortable saying, hey, I'm going to send my friend that direction because dude kind of drops the ball every once in a while. But you know what? We've known him forever. He's a dear friend. I'm going to have him over at Friendsgiving dinner. I can't not do it. I actually made a, a social media post about this recently, and this goes into just being in full abundance mode, right? And championing for everybody to win, right? If you're like looking like, I'm the only person that can win, we have a problem with scarcity, right? And when you are fully going into abundance, which I understand this is a challenge. Some like that's that hurts sometimes when you're like, oh man, I've known Garrett for all this time and he's gonna use John to sell his house. Like that kind of hurts. Like, okay, let it hurt for a minute and then be like, you know what? I hope John does a great job for a minute. I hope Garrett wins in selling that house and gets exactly what he wants. Move into abundance and that energy is going to carry you to see more opportunities. Because when you get into that scarcity of like, oh, that's not working, you literally close the door on other opportunities. Because the universe goes, oh, oh, you don't want more of those opportunities. You don't want more opportunities to talk about real estate. Okay, slam that door shut. No more opportunities for you to talk about real estate with people since clearly you don't want. That's what we have to be careful of when you are uh, reacting, let's say, to some of those things. So layer abundance over top of all this. And it's going to be a great thing. Yeah, there's so much opportunity out here in the world that we're currently in right now. I keep telling everybody the amount of life changes coming out of this pandemic these last couple of years is crazy. The amount of life changes that people are dealing with in changing worlds. If you really understand that, you can really embrace the abundance part of it. There's so many people here that need help and you just need to be in their world and uh, be open to helping them when the opportunities show up. Yeah, no doubt. Well, 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 Matt. Garrett, I'm gonna. Hey, we have a podcast, by the way. I just want you to know. <laughs> this is a little inside <laughs> joke between me and Garrett. <laughs> uh, we love you guys. We love you guys so much, and we appreciate you listening to Garrett and I talk about us. We had more fun examples that we kind of held back. We were having a lot of fun going back and forth before we hit record. Oh, wait, you need to start talking and thanking everybody so I can pull up stats. All right, so. First and foremost, and I'll just kind of direct people to, our, again, our community and where they want to be. But stay tuned because Matt's going to share some fun stats here about our worldly connection. But go check out the Ninja Facebook group, the Ninja Selling Podcast. The group is, I think, we are, gosh, it's amazing to see how that thing is growing. And again, I went through it just the other day and the posts and the questions and the comments from people are absolutely amazing. So thank you for being who you are in that group because it is extremely powerful what you're all able to do and help each other grow. Also, if you want to learn more about Ninja Selling, we have a lot of people entering the Ninja Podcast group. We have a lot of listeners out there who would love to know more about what is Ninja. It's much bigger than the podcast. It's much bigger than what you might learn through mastermind calls or whatnot. If you haven't, go check out a Ninja installation. It's a four-day class. It literally will install Ninja into your world and uh, super powerful. So go check that out at ninjaselling.com. Uh, there are more and more events and open-end events coming in the near future here. So if you don't find an open event, it will be there on its way soon. Other than that, appreciate everybody. Matt, how are we doing? We're doing well. Do you have stats? 
I do have stats. So this is really just last few months here. United States, obviously, the largest, Canada second, but New Zealand coming in hot at number three, Mexico. So New Zealand moving Mexico, which is part of North America here, obviously, out of the top three. And then we got Singapore, Jamaica, Australia, Germany, UK, and South Africa, all part of the top 10 for the last few months. If I do change this to like all time, if I can do this quickly enough, because they've changed the way these stats run a little bit. I got to change this now to 2022, and then I got to put in May. Oh my gosh, Matt. Come on, man. Pull together. I got the circle thing. It says it's loading. So I want to thank the people in New Zealand and Singapore who are tuning in. That's awesome. I'll ask this. The countries outside of the United States, we love you, by the way, United States. You guys are great. I'm not trying to take anything away from you, but the countries outside of the United States will bring Canada in this, Mexico. I would love it if you came on in the podcast group and just announce where you're at in those countries. It'd be great if we could get some people off North America and see kind of who's out there and who's participating in this. And the Facebook group is going to be the, the best place to do that. So if you're out there, you want to introduce yourself, introduce yourself, because I would love to even learn more about your marketplaces. Real estate's very different in different countries. It'd be fun to see. I would be interested in that too. And I apologize. I broke it. They say that you can't break things, but I broke it. It came up with a little thing saying, basically, we're done with you today. So that's the stats that you get for today. And I appreciate all of the people listening around the globe. So we are a worldly podcast. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, everybody out there for tuning in. As always, we hope you have an amazing day and we will be back soon. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.